0: friends, Uncle Marv here with yet another episode of the IT Business Podcast. This is the Wednesday Live Show where we still try to do what we always try to do, and that is help other IT business owners, whether you are a managed service provider, solopreneur, computer repair shop, or even just a system administrator. We're all trying to help you do things better, smarter, and faster. And tonight, I know that some of you are tuning in. Because of this thing here, this is the NetAlly CyberScope. I got it yesterday. I played with it a little bit last night, played with it today, and I've got some thoughts. And uh, we'll go through all that I know about in just a little bit. Uh, hello to everyone in the chat. All right, I see our usual suspects are there. Hello, hello. We are streaming Almost each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And then this will be released as an audio podcast later this evening or tomorrow morning. Tonight, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about the Cyberscope. I've got news on some vendors. I also want to talk about, oh, starting something new for the podcast that I hope will continue a little thing we're going to do monthly that will allow for you as a listener to participate and possibly win a prize at the end of the year at the holiday party that I do every year. Don't know when it's going to be yet, and I don't know exactly all the details, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. Let's see. Let's start off with the first thing I want to do before I forget, because... It is getting close. TechCon Unplugged is the conference that Paco and Rick over at MSP Unplugged are doing and I should be telling you more about it because I am the MC this year and that is coming up September 7th through the 10th in New Jersey and uh, I think there are still some tickets. And I know that if you are close to where they are, you can still get them and come hang out. And this is one of those intimate type of conferences where, you know, you're not going to be lost in the shuffle. Yes, there will be vendors there. Uh, I just pulled up the website. We are 21 days and four hours away. So tickets are still available. Uh, this is a conference bringing the IT community together. The speakers, it looks like, are all set and ready to go sponsors are in place a couple of social events that are happening and the location just to let everybody know it is the delta hotels woodbridge new jersey don't know anything about it except from what's on the website but uh got a good room so that is september 7th through the 10th tickets still available TechCon unplugged want to make sure i shout those fellas out before we get started Let's uh, do a little bit of news. All right. So one of our patrons is actually Synchro, and they have added me to their press release list. And this is something that actually got announced last week, but we got so occupied with the show that we didn't go into it. But they have introduced a new team plan. That is designed for MSPs with multiple technicians and empowers them to organize and automate their workflows how they choose. The addition of the team plan allows MSPs to take advantage of features that will help them solve the challenges that come with managing a growing business efficiently with many technicians and even more clients. And here are some of the benefits and features. They have an enhanced splash stop, which includes multi-monitor support and multiple texts per session. That sounds uh, like something that is pretty good. They now have Azure AD Sync, which is a seamless integration to enable contact syncing and Microsoft 365 billing automation. They have real-time ticket automations and assignments, Power BI integration, scheduled database exports, and more personalized support and onboarding experience. So this is something that they uh, think is going to be great for MSPs. The team plan, they've publicly announced the price. It is available for $189 per user per month. And the current base plan, which is named Core, that is now the new name, uh, it is still the $139 per user per month with all the existing features. And both of these are available with a no-contract monthly per-user price with unlimited endpoints and access to the entire Synchro platform, which includes PSA, RMM, and remote access functionality. So that is news coming from Synchro. want to make sure everybody heard that. That, again, was announced last week. Uh, let's see. Anybody going to DattoCon? Now, that is coming up October 2nd through the 4th. And it is down here in Florida, not far from where I am. I think it's about 40 minutes with good traffic uh, down at the Intercontinental in Miami, Florida. Uh, I'm on the fence. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've not actually yet been to a DattoCon. This, I thought, was going to be a surefire dunk for me to go, even if I did not spend the evening. But I'm on the fence. I am still a Datto user. I still have Datto backup appliances out there, even though I know I've told you I've offboarded boarded some. Uh, I still have IT Glue, and I still have the Datto networking with all of the wireless access points out there. Uh, I know that there has been a ton of grumbling in the community about Kaseya and some of the problems that people have had. I myself, to be honest, didn't think I had any although I did. I had some of the same billing issues that others have had. Mine are actually not that bad because what happened was is apparently they didn't bill me for IT glue for three months. Not a big deal. They did catch up, and I did not know that. Uh, Kim uh, told me about that because I was talking with somebody else about it and said, oh, we don't have any issues. Yeah, we did. And then this past week... I actually – so I I think I got the consolidated invoice on Friday or maybe it was before that, which is on auto pay. And then yesterday, I get an email asking for payment, and I'm like, um, my stuff's already paid. And go to find out, looking in, part of the invoice was paid automatically, parts of it were not, like the IT glue again. So again, for me, not huge, but I also don't have, you know, a big bill where it's thousands of dollars a mistake each month. Um, I know that, you know, people have talked in the, in the forums, in the groups, I'm not going to call any of them out. And I know there is backlash. I know that people have come to their defense and said, no issues. That's where I'm at. And, uh, I'm considering DattoCon. I don't even know how much it is. I know it's it's a lot, and I'm not getting a free ticket. So I think that may be part of why I, I can't make a decision yet. Let me go to the site while we're here on the air, com, and it says sold out. So no, I don't even know what the price is. But I got a call from my rep who said that because I'm a legacy Datto user, they could still get me in. So I'll have to follow up with that tomorrow. I was supposed to follow up today, but I got busy with a client, and that's where we are. Uh, One good thing about Freedom Voice phones. Now, I know that whatever it was three years ago, we were big on Freedom Voice here. And when GoDaddy purchased them, we thought there might be an issue. And turns out there was. GoDaddy bought them and basically did nothing until they decided we're not going to do anything including allow you to onboard new clients. So we are down to two clients with a total of, I think, 15 phones still with Freedom Voice. Everyone else, we are migrating. And for those of you asking, Marv, what are you using? Well, we are on Intermedia still. I know that uh, there are other great VoIP vendors in the channel I've talked to, uh, Connect Me Voice, Be VoIP. Uh, There are others. Uh, Intermedia, when I made the switch, has been good. And one of the things that I've done is all of the clients that we offboarded from Freedom Voice, they didn't ask for the phones back. So I've got, I don't know, 60 phones here that anytime we need to get a new phone for an Intermedia client, we just take one of those phones, take the best-looking ones, and Intermedia is a BYOP bring your own phone. And we just configure it. We reset it to the default. And Intermedia has got a nice little set of instructions. It literally is basically three things to do. Change the password, change the provisioning server, change another setting, phone automatically reboots, connects to Intermedia, and you're golden. So did that again today. So all of these phones, we are reselling as clients make the choice. I've got a client that we might be able to take away from the Comcastic company down here. I think they've got about 38 phones, so I'm going to try to sell 38 of these Freedom Voice phones uh, and reprovision them as Intermedia. So that's where we are there. All right, I think that is all the news, and that is all that most of you care about as I take a sip. And let's get to the main event that I know many of you are here for, and that is the Net Ally Cyberscope. All right, so the first thing I need to tell you is that I didn't have a chance. I was going to make a video and show you the, the unboxing. And it came in a big old box. And the first thing I need to tell you is that it came in this like bomb secret briefcase type thing that is a hard shell. And I mean it – with all the cushioning and all the stuff in there, I've taken everything out. It's empty but that is what it came in. So it was very well protected. So that's the first thing. And I have to at least let everybody know this is not one that I purchased. Net Ally kindly uh, sent this to me. I'll be honest, I don't even know if I get to keep it, but if I do, thank you very much. So let me first give you my first impressions. First of all, It's black. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's just to signify that this is like the hacker's version of the etherscope, which is green. And I'm going to do a faux pas. I'm going to go off screen for a second and show you side by side. They are literally the same size, the same format. So there's really in terms of what you're getting in terms of the device. Literally, everything's the same except for the software inside. So, upon first impression, let me say that this, to me, is really just a souped-up etherscope. And for those that don't know what the etherscope is, it is literally the networking assessment tool that allows you to do network discovery, Uh, Allows you to do some testing, both copper and fiber and Wi-Fi and a whole bunch of other stuff when you add on the apps. So first impression is that when I turned it on, it literally comes up looking exactly like the EtherScope screen. So if you are familiar with the LinkRunner and the EtherScope, you'll notice that it's pretty much the same. So I've got it booting up here. I'll let you see it on the screen here as it starts up has the nice little net ally logo then it's got the moving detector and i know you're this is horrible i don't have a production studio but there we go so it came up here that was what not even 15 seconds everything's on the screen and what i'm going to do now is go ahead and connect this to the network and i'm going to do just a quick little demo of what I found here. So I need to connect to my Link Live account. And that is one of the things that is really good about this. So let me go ahead and share the screen. And if you have questions, go ahead and throw them in the chat. I don't know if I'll have the answer, but go ahead and do that. And if there's enough interest, we'll do something after the show. But here's where we are. So let me present this screen here. We're going to share... Share and share. Sorry if you are listening by audio, but this is where we're at. All right. So here is my link live portal and this is free with Net So if you get any of the Net Ally tools, even something like the Link Sprinter, which is their low end tool, you will be able to uh, to get access to that. It is free. It saves all of your tests, all of your analysis, your Wi-Fi audits, and maps. But we are going to focus on the Ether, um, sorry, the CyberScope tonight. So there is coming up right now, uh, establishing a secure connection. Now you can remote to this either by going to the Link Live portal, or by doing a simple VNC connection using the free VNC software. So something that you can do if you want to send this to a site. I First of all, I'm not ever going to recommend that. This thing's pretty expensive to let out of my site. So unless I got an American Express black card as collateral, I don't know that I would, but you can. So again, let me go back. So the screen here, and I know this may not show everything in a size that you can see. But it comes with all the normal stuff that the Etherscope comes with. It comes with your auto test, your discovery, your Wi-Fi, air mapper, path analysis, blah, blah, blah. And the only real difference is there's a different color greens. It's like a teal in-map icon. But as you go in and you'll see all of the same auto test features there, these are one of the things that I love is that it automatically will go and test your wired connection, if it's connected to a cable, as you can see, I've got a good network right now. So that is good. Identifies the switch, the port. It goes out and grabs an IP address. Tells me where it's getting DNS from and does a ping out to Google or, or any other place that you want it to test to as well. You can deep dive into the switch and do pings. You can do all sorts of stuff with that. So that's just the basic you can also connect with Wi-Fi. I've got it set up to my guest network right now. So as you can see, it is quickly scanning for and testing the access point. Uh, it will connect, hopefully get an IP address, and give me uh, information there. It tells me that it is connected to channel 44. It gives me the utilization. There's the IP address, the de- Access point that it connected to uh, gives me a DNS test and so forth there. So even if you deep dive into the channel, you can see it will give you your channel information. You can go into channel details and get your SSIDs on there, your access points, your clients, RF traffic, blah blah blah. So from the very start, looks just like an EtherScope, works just like an EtherScope. If I go into discovery. And I can go in and see the network. It is already out scanning. There's my BCDR, Brother Printer. There's my Datto 8 port switch. There's an Ingenia switch that I just hooked up. This is a 10G switch. And I did this because this is a 10G tester. So it will give me the speeds, interfaces up, down, blah, blah, blah. So all your basic tests. Now... I could go through the rest of the stuff here, but I'm telling you folks, if you've seen anything that we've done on the EtherScope, it literally has every EtherScope feature here. But what is new, as far as I can tell, is the little in-map. And that is where you have your testing. And what, what NetAlly is saying is that this is a comprehensive cybersecurity tool and it will do a security assessment, network vulnerability scanning, yada, yada, yada. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not an in-map person. So out of the box, I really don't know what that means. The top four are in-map settings that actually came with the system. So top 100 ports, HTTP paper. Uh, HTTP password auditing, graded ports. And then I added these two that I, when I have worked with NMAP, uh, something to broadcast DHCP discover and shares. That's what I've added. But if we were to go and add our own thing, this is the way you would add an NMAP peps. You would basically name it. You have options that you can do. And these would be, you know, if you wanted to specify ports that you're looking for, something like RDP. If you want to see what open RDP ports are showing on the network across all the devices, you can do that in there. Uh, the script, by default, it comes in disabled. I turn it on. I name it. And then the arguments. And because I'm not an in that person, I really... Don't know what I'm doing. But here, if I go to name, and again, this is probably going to be hard to read, and I'm sorry for the audio listeners here, but what this is showing is all of the NMAP commands that you can add, uh, such as the uh, AJP authorization, brute. I, again, I'm not an NMAP person, but I know some of these are going to be, you can do brute Testing of passwords, you can get information, queries, uh, spoofing, back orifice info, Bitcoin stuff. Uh, So it all looks like this is the type of stuff that if you wanted to check your network for these vulnerabilities, it would do that. There is the broadcast DHCP discover that I put on there. Uh, DHCP-6 is there, DNS Service Discovery, Dropbox Listener, uh, Jenkins Discover, uh, MS-SQL Discover, NetBIOS. So there's a lot of stuff in here. And again, to be honest, I've, I've been scrolling here for, what, about a minute, and I'm only to the Cs out of this. So I'm going to do a quick fast scroll, and you can see that there is a lot of these in commands in there. So, uh, this looks like if you know what you're doing, this will be a good tool. Now, most of you are going to be like, well, Marv, I can do mMap for anywhere. Yep, that's true. But having all of the features in here, for instance, if I wanted to, let's say, go to my Datto device here and I, you know, it gives me all the information of interfaces and stuff. Say I wanted to do the in test of graded ports. Well, that's probably not the best one to do. But I just add it there and it adds graded ports into the discovery test. And this one's probably not the right one to do it to. I probably should have done it to... Well, there we go. It does. So what happens is when you go back to the data port, you see where the color changed on graded ports, which says that it has finished its scan. The scan took eleven point eight six seconds, and it gives the report for the device with the IP address, all one thousand ports scanned, and it says that all one thousand ports are closed. So that is good. It is showing a open mesh MAC address, and I don't know what that means. Again, this is something where I think that. Once I familiarize myself with NMAP, uh, I would better be able to know what this means. But if we were to go to... Where did I go to? Oh, GSR Tampa 1. That is a remote server that I'm setting up for a client. So let me go to another NMAP. I don't... uh, Oh, let me see if that RDP... No, I don't have it in there. But let me see if I go to top 100 ports, do that, and again, it shows up uh, in the discovery test, it actually shows me green, where it has scanned the top 100 ports against that device, starting in map, and it has the scanned .0012s latency, 99 filtered ports, Uh, it is showing an open port, 5357, TCP, WS, DAPI service. So, yeah, so it showed me there, and it gives me a result codes of success. So, again, I'll be honest. I've only had this for a day. I've only really used this on my network and one client network this morning that was really small. And if I were to give you an honest assessment after my first day, Mm, not yet impressed, only because I know that I don't know NMAP. And it looks like NMAP is the only additional thing other than the etherscope that's on here. Now, I have not gone through all the apps to see if there are any cybersecurity apps in here that might come useful. And I purposely, let me go back and say this, I purposely did not go out and look for Cyberscope information to figure out how to use this. Even in anticipation of getting this device, I wanted to get it, open it up out of the box, and see how much I could figure out on my own. And like I said, I—I mean, I've played around with NNAP, Uh so I was able to at least find the commands, put those in there. But I haven't gone through, like I said, all the apps in here. So it looks like it's got all the regular apps. Got an email tester in here. So these are all things that as I go through, and maybe there are some are there are some apps in here. Uh, it's got the IP tools security, IP tools Wi-Fi analyzer, keeper, keeper password manager. Uh, there probably are some additional things in here, but I wanted to give you just pretty much my first look at the device. And tell you what I thought. For those of you that are watching on video. This little antenna I have up here. I just added to to do some stuff. In terms of what comes in the box. And let me stop sharing the screen. Because nothing else to see there. And close that. And so out of the box. Obviously I got the tester. Uh, I got one wire mapper. So if I wanted to test a wall jack. I've got a fiber SFP module that came with it as well, Uh, an RJ45 coupler. And then I also got a omnidirectional antenna. This can be add-on, so this will check omnidirectional Wi-Fi. And what I think a lot of us really would like is a analyzer, a, um, I don't know why the name just escaped me, and obviously I did not, a spectrum, spectrum analyzer, that's what that is. So if you wanted to do some Wi-Fi testing and see really, truly what overlap and interference and how the spectrums are, uh, that is included as well. So again, if if you're just doing, you know, basic network support I mean, this might not be for you, but if you are trying to troubleshoot networking stuff and need to do it fast, if you need some Wi-Fi testing and need it fast, uh, this would be a good tool. And I'll be honest with you, it's not cheap. I think it's averaging 13 to 14 grand, but I think there's some of us out there that would love this tool. And the question that I always get is, Marv, if, if if you were buying this yourself, would you buy it? The short answer is yes. And that is probably because I started off buying these tools. I think I bought my first one, I think it was 99 or 2000, and I spent 1100 bucks on it. Back then that was a heck of a lot of money, but I needed something that I could refute. And this was just a cable tester back then. I was having issues with cable installations, and I wanted to make sure that I could refute when I knew that there were cable issues and I didn't want to rely on the cable guy or cable gal to tell me yes or no. I like to be able to go in after an installation and test them myself. So that's where I started back those many years ago. Would I... Be willing to spend this money now, yes, only because I have progressed and I have spending a couple of thousand, five thousand. I, I mean, I would. Now, I probably would try to do the upgrade uh, programs and not spend the whole money, but I would do it. I have found that this has been a great tool when, you know, I've got clients that, you know, even if you're doing, I mean, Listen, even a client with 20, 30 people, and then you add, you know, computers, you add Wi-Fi, so phones, tablets, you know, a 20-person office can get close to 100 devices on the network. And if you need to check stuff, you need something that can do that. So I use this in just about every environment I go. But of course, the big advantage is when you're walking into the big clients, or you've got 100, you know... Users and stuff. And, and I've had people that have called me to literally just do a network analysis for them. And it's a tool that I, I listen, yes, you can do it cheaper if you want to, you know, put together your own personal networking kit. But I like having everything in the palm of my hand that I can do cable, fiber, Wi Fi. Uh, like I said, it's got an air mapper on there, so I can do floor plans. It's got path analysis, spectrum analysis. It will do capture. Uh, there's so many other things it can do. It take pictures of your IT closet if you're stuck in there. If you need a flashlight to see, it's got the flashlight built in there. There's a ton of stuff that this can do. And you can set profiles for each client so that all you do is switch the profile, and you will have – all of the settings, all of the network settings, if they've got VLANs, um, this is all in there. So that's my first look. Uh, I'm going to reach out to the Net Ally people and probably our good friend Mike Panaki and do deep dives with them to really see what makes this the cybersecurity assessment tool that they are claiming. Uh, it probably is, but because I don't know InMap and I don't know all the other apps in there, uh, I can't say it just yet, but I have to believe that that's what they're saying. So that's where we are. If you have questions that you want to ask or if you have stuff that, you know, you've already seen the Cyberscope in action, uh, send me an email and let me know. And um, be glad to talk about it. All right. Let me take all my Cyberscope notes, put them over here and take another sip. One thing that I wanted to introduce is after last week's discussion, and for those of you that are either listening out of order or missed an episode or skipped it, last week I had Lori Seitz on, who is a stress eradication expert. She does a lot of other stuff as well. And we talked about how to say thanks to clients. And one of the things that came up is that she literally said that promotional gifts or promotional items are not gifts. And we got to talking about, well, what types of things are good gifts that you should give your clients. And we had a couple of suggestions that came in the chat while we were on the air, but I thought, why don't we allow people to participate? And this is where the audience participation comes in. I am putting a link in the chat. It will be in the show notes and I will actually bring it up here and share the screen as well. Uh, I'm going to start doing a what I call the monthly queue and nothing super special. Uh, but it's going to basically be a monthly question in the month. And it's going to help me get a little bit more inter- interaction. Now, this is something that's not, it's, listen, it's not super scientific. It's not super hard. And it's only one question. And this month's question is going to be, what is your most unique or memorable gift that you've given a client to say thank you. And I just want to get some ideas of what people have done, share them with the rest of the community. I think that that's pretty cool that we can share, hey, what things have you done to say thank you for a client that maybe I can use? So we're going to do that. I will share all of them. But more importantly, I think what I'm going to do, well, I am going to do it, I just don't know how, is I'm going to, yes, I'm collecting your name and email because we are going to collect everybody's stuff and keep them for a drawing. I don't obviously think I can get enough sponsorships or put enough money out of my pocket to give away something every month, but everybody that answers these questions, whatever they may be, will get a spot for a raffle or some sort of giveaway that we do. And I know that I like to do one at the holiday party. So, hopefully, we can have, you know, three, four, five things that we give away. So, if you answer these monthly cues, that will give you a spot into that giveaway. If we do special ones, uh, then those will be one offs, but we'll let you know at the time. I just whipped this up together uh, last night. So, <laughs> that's why I don't really have much on it. It's just Uncle Mara's question of the month and your name, email. And just a quick answer what is the most unique or memorable gift that you've given to a client to say thank you? And this is something that we thought about doing before, with, you know, hey, what's the number one tool out of your tool bag, you know, things of that nature. So we're going to start doing that. I know it's the middle of the month. So I don't know if this will get a full month or if we'll keep it going for a month and a half. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But. Just take your time. Again, I'm, I'm going to have the link here in the chat. I'm going to have the link in the show notes. And then, of course, if you just want to go to itbusinesspodcast.com, up in the tab, it will, be, will say monthly queue. And you just simply click on that, and that will take you to whatever question we have going. So that's it. I hope that you fill that out and participate. And again, we'll share all of the answers and hopefully get some great ideas with share with each other. And that's it for my show. I think I've hit everything that I wanted to get to. Uh, Of course, I do want to say thank you for uh, the sponsors that we have Uh, the show, obviously presented by net ally. I want to say thank you to them for all that they do. The live stream presented by computers done Right. Mr. John Reed, uh, who's with us just about every week, a great community member here at MSP Unplugged and uh, has been great for the community for a while. Thank you, John. And, of course, Instant House Call of Corey Fruitman has always been a champion for us. And if you need a remote support tool that is not like the big boys but has all the big boys stuff, uh, it's a quick little small price for remote support, and you can get all the same features, unattended access, white labeling, all that stuff, instanthousecall.com. And you can sign up without even giving your credit card. So great thing there. All right. Well, let me get my screen all set up here. That's going to do it. A quick show. Like I said, I wanted to give my quick opinion there of the CyberScope. I will use it now for probably two to three weeks. I will reach out to my friends and see if we can do a deep dive, maybe a special show. And I'm going to skip Florida man tonight only because there have been some absolutely crazy stories. Um, a lot of crime, a lot of murder in the last week. So outside of one almost naked dude throwing rocks inside of McDonald's, nothing really fancy, You can do your own search for Florida Man. And I know that uh, some of you always try to send me a story to see if I saw it. But, yeah, I did see the man throwing rocks inside of a McDonald's because he was unhappy with his food. They would not give him a refund or his or new food. And he went crazy. Got arrested. What else is new? All right, folks, that's going to do it. We will be back next week. I do have a guest. I just don't have the name in front of me. So we'll be um, actually. You know what? I'm going to quickly run over to my calendar and see who we have, so I can tell you, and you think that um, it is a good guest or not. So, as I do the Cardinal Sin of video and move my screen around, play on my phone, and schedule events. Let's see. Pre chat, pre chat, pre chat. Ah, next week, IT Business Podcast Live with Fernando Leon from MSP Corner. So that is next week's show, 8 p.m. Eastern, same time, same channel. That's it for now. Thank you all for watching. Fill out your monthly Q question and see you next week. And until then, holla.